Welcome to the Charity Insights Podcast. Brought to you by Wenity, the solution to easily manage and engage your community. Hello, welcome to Charity Insights. I'm Joanna. And I am Matthew. Today in Charity Insights, we selected for you an article about web experiences and another article about web donations. Six Tips for Optimizing Web Experiences An article written in Media Caused by Ida Person, Associate Creative Director. When it comes to web design, things are constantly evolving and changing. A site from two years ago feels dated, and everyday new technologies push the limits for what's possible. But don't throw in the towel, even in an ever-changing landscape, there are still universal tips and truths you can follow to optimize your reach attract and retain more supporters, and improve their user experience. Here are six universal tips to make your website user-friendly. 1. Define who your site is for. With a website, you can reach anyone in the world with internet access. This is a beautiful thing, but it also gives companies and organizations the misconception that their website is for everyone. It is not. It's not realistic to think everyone is invested in your product or services. And out of your actual audience, not everyone needs to visit your website. This may sound harsh but the sooner we accept this, the sooner we can define who our audience really is. We can use data to track our audience, as well as define who we want our audience to be. The same way we define who our brand is for, we should define who our website is for. Defining the audience will help us make better decisions about what to include and what to leave out. 2. Specify what your site is for. What is the purpose of your site? Is it to educate people about your business? Is it to sell a product? Is it to share thought leadership content? By having a clear objective, or small set of objectives, you can structure your site to make that action easier to accomplish. 3. Make it frictionless. One of the best, most straightforward books about user experience and websites is the book Don't Make Me Think by Steve Krug. The book came out during the birth of the Internet and many of the principles featured in the book still hold true today. Krug talks about how the web should be straightforward. People don't want to spend time trying to figure out the next action. It needs to be crystal clear and friction-free. On the web, we must make it as easy as possible for the user to take action. Fewer clicks and form fields mean less friction and higher conversions. 4. Stick to what the user knows. In the same spirit of making your site frictionless, your site should follow common user patterns. What do we mean by that? If we take a look around on the web, you will see that many websites are structured in the same way. The logo is in the top left corner and links back to the home page, the menu is traditionally on the right. The labeling of menu items often follow the same terminology, home, work, about, contact. The reason for this is not because web designers are lazy or developers are using templates. It is because humans like patterns, it allows them to think less. In the physical world we've learned that pushing a handle down opens a door. In the digital environments, there are similar, well-established user patterns we should follow. 5. Make it actionable. When it comes to user behavior on the web, people want to get the information and get on with their day. This is why we need to make actions clear and consistent. Ask yourself, what is the action you want the user to take on your site? Do you want them to share your content? 
call you to place an order? Do you want them to put things into their shopping cart and follow through with a purchase? Whatever the action might be, make it easy to complete. Making a page actionable also means we should avoid creating dead-end pages. Each page should give the user a clear next step. An about page that talks about your company is great, but you should also give the user an action to take. Do you want them to contact you? Do you want them to learn more by reading your blog? Do you want them to fill out a form? Figure the next step out and make it happen. 6. Make it scannable. Gone are the days for hours of reading and taking in content. We live in the attention economy and our content needs to adjust. People consume content differently depending on the medium, and the web is one area where people tend to scan the content rather than read it all. Because of this, your content needs to consist of bite-sized information with many call-outs. Bonus Forget about the fold Above the fold is an expression left over from the days when newspapers came folded over, with the most important information displayed above the fold. But in the World Web, there is no fold. Websites are responsive. This means they adjust and scale based on the size of the user's screen. This means that the so-called fold will change depending on the user's screen. Because of this, what is shown without scrolling can't be controlled, and should not be your focus. Additionally, users love to scroll, and users don't spend much time at the top of the page at all. Most people start scrolling before the page even loads all the way. This study shows that only 70% of users saw the content at the top of the page at all. That was 6 Tips for Optimizing Web Experiences, an article written by Ida Person on Media Cause. Moving on to the second article on online donation, written by Samuel Bossetta, freelance journalist specializing in cyber diplomacy and encryption. How to securely accept donations on your website Gaining the trust and confidence of your donors should be one of your nonprofit website's primary goals. The easiest way to do this is to make sure they know that their privacy and security are important to you. In the desire to get a donation, it's all too easy to overlook just how important this reassurance is. You know how important communication is to your organization, but another major issue is the personal and financial information of your donors being exposed to cybercriminals. In my career as a security professional, I've seen too many nonprofit organizations fail to appreciate just how likely and damaging a cyber attack on their websites would be. They often make the mistake of assuming that, as they're not as large as many for-profit businesses, they won't be a target. This is a grave error. In this article, we'll discuss the reasons why cybersecurity is so important and the steps you can take to help protect your information. Why your donor's security is at risk Studies have repeatedly shown that over 90% of all organizations experience a security incident in some way or another, with half of them losing sensitive information. This loss comes with enormous repercussions in the form of customer reputation and fines that can potentially cost your organization millions. As you know, donor trust directly affects your nonprofit's ability to fundraise. This is only one of many trends affecting nonprofits for 2020 and beyond. To prevent cyber theft from happening to your organization, you have to make security a top priority, so that your information is secure, and your customers, or donors, 
personal information isn't at risk of being stolen in a data breach. Each country has unique laws regarding how customers' personal information has to be stored and secured, but there are commonalities across borders. There are also rules as to what is considered personal information. This category almost always includes social security numbers, credit card numbers, addresses, phone numbers, and bank account details. Here are some of the best ways to secure your website against bad agents and ensure that your donors enjoy a safe donation experience. Keep data collection to a bare minimum. One of the easiest ways you can protect your donors is to limit the amount of personal information you collect about them. Use the if it isn't essential, don't collect it rule. This might seem like a no-brainer, but many nonprofit organizations actively collect huge quantities of data to assist their marketing and donor retention. In doing so, these organizations not only put themselves at risk of losing huge quantities of donor information but, by the very fact they hold so much data, they make themselves appetizing targets to hackers. Hackers aren't interested in you if you don't possess data, they can't steal information you don't have. To do otherwise puts you at unnecessary risk. Don't store credit card CVV2 numbers, expiration dates, or even full card numbers. Simply doing so is a PCI, payment card industry, violation. Aside from any hacker-related problems, storing this data can land you with heavy fines. When you store the minimum amount of data you need to process a donation, there is no risk of fines, and you greatly reduce the risk of suffering a data breach. Although storing information might hasten your donor's checkout, it is far outweighed by the risk, and cost, of a breach. Use a modern payment gateway API to dissolve risk. There are standards for any organization that processes payments using major credit cards. These are typically set by the PCI DSS, Payment Card Industry Data Security Standard. These standards were created to protect cardholder data and restrict the level of credit card fraud committed against customers and organizations. When you use a payment processor, you must pass audits to prove you're using a processor that meets the latest standards. In the United States, these are dictated by the Office of Foreign Assets Control, OFAC, and the Department of the Treasury, USDT, as well as the major credit card companies. In many cases, you complete an online questionnaire for your audit. The level of audit required may vary depending on your processor, however. That said, most popular payment processors keep up to date with all required standards and regulations, helping you to minimize your level of audit required. Invest in encryption. Encryption is one of the most important ways of protecting sensitive information that you send and receive. You want to make sure that you are always encrypting communications between your website and other parties with an SSL, Secure Sockets Layer, certificate obtained by a reputable source. You also want to make sure your entire site is protected by an SSL, not just pages designed to receive information, such as donation payment information. SSL is an important form of protection, but you want to make sure you are also using its more updated partner, the Transport Layer Security, which makes your domain HTTPS, secure, rather than HTTP. This is because SSL, although largely secure, has vulnerabilities in its older versions. To make sure you are using TLS to secure your website, double-check with your web hosting provider whether it is in place. 
If you aren't using SSL-TLS, correct the problem immediately. SSL-TLS certificates are cheap security measures that stop hackers from intercepting sensitive information as it is sent between donors and your organization. Update This step might sound obvious, but you'd be amazed how often it is overlooked. Keeping your code up to date helps to keep it free from security vulnerabilities that hackers can exploit. It's an incredibly cheap solution as most, if not all, updates are free, with many developers providing updates to specifically counter new security vulnerabilities as they are discovered. You'd be amazed how often the simple mistake of not updating, coupled with a poor network, can lead to an enormous data breach. If you are running your website on a platform like WordPress, then you may be using third-party themes or plugins that are often going out of date. By staying on top of your administration, however, you can typically use the update panel to keep plugins and themes in line with the latest version of your platform, and, if not, delete them. Conclusion One of the most important things your nonprofit can do is to build it as a brand your donors can trust. By building a website for your nonprofit that prioritizes security and privacy and takes the necessary steps to ensure they are upheld, you'll show your donors that their trust is well placed. That was How to Securely Accept Donations on Your Website, written by Samuel Bossetta for Candid Blog. Have a nice day. And that concludes our Charity Insights podcast. Brought to you by Wenity, the solution to easily manage and engage your community. Want to know more? You can find those articles on us.wenity.co.